Hello, hello, and good morning, Alexis. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm a little tired today because I got up early, but other than that, I'm good. How are you? I'm also really tired today. I'm like, I need a coffee. That's what I need. <laughs> but that'll have to be afterwards. Why not make a coffee? We are already here, girl. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Good point. And honestly, I forgot that we were recording like right at 11 and Alexis texted me at like 11.08 and was like, um, hello. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> no, you're okay. I know you've had like a super busy week. So like, you're fine. Well, today I've been working on a lot of like content for the socials for the podcast which is super super exciting I'm trying to get that like together and I think it's going to look really really good so low-key going through not really a rebranding but more of an organized branding over on the Instagram if you haven't yet followed it's going to be really good I promise I yeah I saw some of it and it looks so cute you did a great job I have like posts scheduled because you can do that now on Instagram which is kind of crazy so there'll be posts like going up today and tomorrow and kind of like refreshing it so Women in STEM. Let's go. (laughs) I also think we need to, I don't know if I'm thinking about this more of like a YouTube video than a podcast, but I feel like we need to get our little intro together too, like a rebrand of like an intro here because I feel like every time I just go, hi, how are you? I know. Yeah. I feel like we have to be like, hi, welcome to, it's a non-negotiable for me. Like, do we have to intro the podcast? I feel like no. People know what you're listening to. You clicked on it. Yeah. You would think. I don't know. We can see. Maybe it'll be cute. Let us know. What What do you guys want to hear? Because I'm I'm feeling very like creative today, and I feel like I'm just gonna lock myself in my office and kind of like get all of my different things together and all my ducks in a row. Yeah, but I think that's also why I feel a little bit drained because I did wake up at six and I was like on my laptop in my bed working on all this, so it's now noon, and I'm just kind of like, you know, that drain from just looking at your computer or just sitting down what wait what you never feel just like tired from like oh i thought you said a dream i was like no i don't dream about my computer what (laughs) no i said you ever feel drained yes yes 100 that's what i feel i just kind of feel sluggish so i think i need a coffee and i need like a walk outside a little self-care self-care moment pause throughout the day absolutely So after our episode last week with Tori and how she kind of ended it with her notable quotable from her Peloton instructor, I forget her name, but she mentioned that that instructor used to be a lawyer and then she, you know, quit her job to be a Peloton instructor. And I think as an outsider, a lot of people hear that kind of story and they're like, what happened? Like, how did you completely just switch gears, switch careers? Like what made you do that? Or what made you realize that you weren't happy what you were doing and you're going to be happier doing something else? And I feel like I wanted to kind of follow back up this week with this podcast. And I mentioned it to Alexis and she was like, oh, I love it. So we kind of wanted to dive deeper into that and how you start to realize or learn yourself and also how that changes frequently and it's allowed to and it's okay for you and your interests and things that make you happy to change I also saw a TikTok recently that was saying like the whole age of careers quote-unquote is like dead like our parents and grandparents were kind of pressured into like jumping into a career that they stayed in for like 40 plus 50 plus years and I think that that whole structure is not something that we do nowadays and I feel like people are doing things that make them happy and because those things change 
they're changing career paths and I think it can go a lot of different ways than just careers but that whole overarching theme of just following what makes you happy or realizing the things that do make you happy change and learning more things about yourself and learning who you are is like an ever-changing process and it never it just never ends yeah I think that's a really good point and I don't know if you've ever heard the thing where it's like the majority of like the careers that like our generation is going to be doing has not been created yet because like you can't just put yourself in the box and like expect like this is what I'm going to do when I'm older because that changes so so frequently I mean like freshmen in college change their major at least like on average six times and we create new jobs constantly life is ever changing and yeah it's okay to kind of like change with it I mean podcasting didn't exist 10 years ago yeah. you know like being a youtuber and making money off of it like being a youtuber as what it is today was not a career right. and now there's obviously plenty of people that make a living and make a really good living just creating content on youtube or tiktok or now podcasting and so yeah there's so many things that just don't exist that if you close off all of your possibilities and put yourself in this little box it is going to be or it could be disappointing to you know follow that route which you thought you had to do and then being like well actually I kind of want to do this and realizing that you can change your mind and just do that like you don't have to stay in the box you put yourself in or stay in the box that maybe society or your family or friends or whoever puts you in the box like you don't have to stay there once you realize that it's not serving you you are very much entitled to leave and go do something else and follow your heart and do what sets your soul on fire yeah I agree with that completely and like as stupid as like the YOLO thing is you really do only live once <laughs> so like why live a life you're not enjoying like why do something that you're mm -hmm. not gonna enjoy like you only get one chance at this life like make every second count yeah and I think now more than ever it's also noticeable that life is short and so you only get one life, you only live once YOLO, but then your life is short in comparison to like, you know, earth and all the other big things. But like you are just a speck of dust on a floating rock. Why are you going to live your floating dust speck life unhappy? That sounds really sad when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it to be like, I mean, not sad, but like, I don't know. I, I think it depends on how you look at it because I look at that and it makes me... I find peace in that where I'm like, I am just a speck. Like none of my problems are as big as I think they are. Nothing is the end of the world. Like I can just do whatever makes me happy and live my life because I am just a mere speck rather than having like an egocentric kind of like mindset of like the world revolves around me and my life decisions will impact everyone around me. It like makes it so much more stressful and a lot of pressure on yourself versus just living a little spec life to yeah. me <laughs> yeah okay that makes sense but that was like sad for you yeah because like I don't know I heard this thing last week and it was something like we are spiritual beings living a human existence and not human beings searching for like a spiritual existence and I've been like really into that lately and thinking of myself just as like a speck of dust I'm like no, I want to be so much more than that. Like, I'm this great <laughs> spiritual being, you know? But, like, now when you, like, reword it that way, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. 
I mean, specks of dust can make big impacts. That doesn't mean like, yeah, like your life is so small. Like you are big and you can make a big impact and you can change the world. You really can. But like in the grand scheme of things, I just kind of like you are one of a billion people and you deserve to live your life how you want to and make yourself happy every day. Yeah. I agree. And that can go for careers, as we just talked about. But I think another way that I think is a little more confusing, because sometimes it's easy to realize that a career choice isn't fit for you or what you want to do when you grow up kind of thing, as hard as that actually can be. But a lot of times once you realize that you're like, oh, I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to be a Peloton instructor. And you just do it. But another thing that is, I think, harder to realize is who you are as a person or what are the things that actually make you happy and trying to like go on that journey of um, just like self-discovery and self-love and like embracing who you are. I think that's a little bit harder sometimes, at least with my journey. I feel like I struggled a lot trying to figure out who I was, like who is Marissa? What does Marissa enjoy doing? What does Marissa like? What sets my soul on fire? Like all of those like big questions. I feel like I could never answer because I just I didn't know I don't know if you ever struggled with that or I know some people just like I don't know they just like know things I'm like how do you know no I know I I, I've struggled I always struggle with that like Omar for example when he was like two years old knew he wanted to be a pilot in the navy and now here he is he's gonna be a pilot in the navy and I like have changed my like life trajectory like a million times and like still trying to figure out like who I am as a person like what I want out of life and I think it's especially important and hard in like your 20s and that adds like that much more into like the pressure of like discovering the self and like all of that so yeah I've definitely been there like I changed career paths a million times so I get it I was listening to this other podcast the other day um and she's like an influencer that I follow and she was recently in like a really long-term relationship and then recently just got out of it and in her podcast episode she was saying that like it was kind of empowering again to like be single in a way but also because her identity she noticed like changed so much because once you you know live with someone or you're in a relationship with someone inevitably no matter how hard you try not to but like you start to obviously think of that person like you want to compromise you want to do things that make them happy you want to see how you can make their day better And she was like, it's kind of refreshing to just wake up and do whatever the fuck I want to. And like, I don't have to ask anybody else and I don't have to figure out what I'm about to do if it would make anybody else mad in my life. I'm just, I want to go to a yoga class at 8 a.m. I don't need to check with anybody. I just go and do it. I just want to make a grilled cheese. I'm just going to make a grilled cheese. Like if I want to go for a walk, I'm going to go do that. And um, it kind of put like a, a thought in my head about, like past relationships that I have been in and trying to find myself because I I thought that I was like the most me I ever was in my past relationship and I didn't realize that that wasn't me at all until after I got out of it but I don't I can't really pinpoint like why or like what was that turning point for me it was just like I, I don't know. I just always thought that, you know, yeah, this is me. This is what I enjoy doing. Like, here's Marissa. I'm so authentic, which like I was. I was never like faking anything, but I didn't realize that the life that I was living or the decisions that I was making were so heavily influenced on another person 
that I wasn't making decisions solely on myself. And that inevitably happens in every relationship and it's not inherently a bad thing or like a con. You should be thinking of your significant other and like taking other people's like thoughts and opinions into consideration. But I didn't notice how heavy that was with me and how it affected how I viewed myself or like who I was as a person and like what I enjoyed. And I didn't realize that until afterwards. Right. I think that like when you're in a position because like you can still do things and like be yourself and like find your identity in a relationship but the important thing is like you said like being able to do something without having to like ask the other person or like almost need their permission in a way like if you want to make that girl cheese or you want to go to yoga class or you want to I don't know like buy a new car like you should be able to do those things for yourself without feeling like the other person is going to view it negatively And I think that's, like, where the difference is. Like, if you're in a relationship where, you know, maybe you feel like you can't do those things and be independent and have that autonomy over yourself, then it's not serving you and it's not allowing you to, like, be your full self. But if you are in a position where maybe your partner does, like, support that and says, like, find yourself, do those things, that's, like, where you are able to find your identity. And you can obviously do that single, too, but, like... I think that shows like the difference of like the relationships that you have and like taking note of that happening. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I will say, obviously this isn't supposed to be a diss on any of my exes or anything like that. Right. I think it always takes two to tango in any situation. And I had the autonomy all along and it's also my choice to kind of give that up in a way um, or to not that I did it consciously, but, you know, I was an active participating member in this relationship. So like it wasn't all on this person by any means. But I remember when we broke up and I like went and ate sushi in a park by myself. And I feel like that was like the most like euphoric time that I've had in like four years. And it was so small. I just sat there on a park bench eating sushi like I literally shed a tear. I was like, this is what I've always wanted. But then I also had the thought where I was like, I could have been doing this. Like, nobody was stopping me. I just lost myself. And I think that's, I just didn't notice that was happening until afterwards. And then I'm like, Marissa, you could have been sitting on a park bench and sushi every Friday if I wanted to. I just didn't because of God knows why. Yeah, I remember when you did that, actually. <laughs> And you being like, I'm so happy. I I got sushi and I like ate it outside and like all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, go <laughs> off. Like, that's great. Do those things I know. Well, and that's like little self-care. Like it was so small. So small. Yeah. And it still just meant so much. And I was like, wow, what have I been missing out on? And like, why have I been missing out on it? Kind of thing. It was very interesting to me. But this weekend after Tori's episode and after talking with my mom and I don't know, just a lot of things happened and it got me thinking about this like epiphany that I essentially had that the person that I was or who I how I thought I was was not actually who I thought I was and I just noticed it recently because a lot of the things that I used to do I don't do anymore or my mindset on a lot of things have changed and it's not stuff that I've like actively worked on like new year's resolution goal wise um it's just stuff that I've noticed has changed and I don't know, again, why or what kind of like role this happened or who played a hand in what kind of thing. I think that's like separate and not really important. But what is important is that yourself can change. And like once you realize little things about yourself, you're able to change like the things that either you don't like or you do like or 
just accepting the change I think has been really big for me because I noticed that I used to be very type A, very anal, very obsessive compulsive, like very timely, very um, anxious, very all these things that I thought were just me. You know, I'm like, I'm Marissa. I'm a type one Enneagram. Like that's who I was. I always had to make my bed in the morning. I couldn't leave a speck of dust anywhere. My house always looked like an Ikea showroom to hang out with anybody. I needed like three or five days advance notice to like put it on my calendar. Like it was a lot and I was just always stressed. I would have anxiety attacks over the like most minor things and it was like consuming my entire life. But I just thought that's me. I'm Marissa. I have anxiety and I'm a shit show and I'm very anxious and I'll never know peace again. (laughs) And that's just like how I thought my life was going to (laughs) go. And now I am, I don't want to say none of those things, but they have all like gotten way better where I don't make my bed in the morning. I do sometimes, but like I don't have to. I don't feel like I have to do those things. I don't feel like I have to do the dishes or clean the house before I go to bed and it doesn't cause me extreme distress. I am much more just like calm and like go like float float around do whatever I want to do like if someone just asks to hang out like sure or like let's go do this thing and I don't know how to like put it into words it's just something that I've like conceptualized this past weekend of like my sense of self has changed and I didn't realize how much I thought I was myself before but I think that the way that I was was more of like how I was feeling I don't want to say personified because that's not the right word, but like the way that I was feeling was just shown through all of like my anxiety and the things that were happening around me. Like my sense of control was gone. So like, I feel like I had to control everything. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's so many different ways I could take that, but I just didn't notice it was happening. And now I'm sitting here like, wow, again, I could have been eating sushi in a park this whole time, but I also, right. I was, I didn't have to be anxious. Like I was anxious because of a reason like that, those were like, I was somehow just triggered. And that was like my response to a lot of things. And now I don't respond that way, which I think is so weird. How do I want to word this? <laughs> I know. And again, yeah. nothing, it's nothing against any specific person. Cause I, I right. played a hand in this. Like nobody told me I couldn't go do anything. Nobody was like, you can't go eat sushi in a park. I just it just was a different feeling and like the comfortability of being able to go do certain things or like just putting someone else's feelings above my own or knowing that like something might upset someone so like I won't do this thing or like I don't know so nothing was like explicitly said I'm not trying to call anybody out but (laughs) right and like I definitely get that I've been in that position with people before where like I felt like I couldn't do things for myself because I would feel like that twinge of guilt of like well, I don't want to make them feel bad or I don't want to do something that upsets them. And it was really holding me back when in reality, it's just, you know, I should have been doing things for myself all along. And like, if they weren't okay with it, then like, that's their thing to deal with, not mine. But I think when you care about people and like, they're in your life and you want to make them happy, at least like from my experiences, that's where it gets hard. Because it's like, am I making them happy if I'm doing these things for myself as well and that's just like a toxic Mm -hmm. thing to think at least for me because like I've definitely grown out of that or grown into new experiences where I don't feel like that but I feel like I've I've been there so I resonate a lot with what you're saying yeah 
I just wish I could like put a finger on it. Like I want to like place exactly how I'm feeling and like put words to it. It's just very interesting. And it's all been like very surreal to like experience life now versus life then. Um, I think it's also kind of come with the fact that I'm welcoming change so much more into my life than before and feeling more carefree and like feeling like I can be spontaneous without that guilt whether it was for a different person or just myself like doing those kinds of things would cause me anxiety before where now it doesn't and I think now I can sit here and be like what do I want to do today or like dang like we're literally about to go live in a bus and that's something that I've always 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 wanted to do like if there is something how Omar wanted to be a pilot as of like age of two is like I've always wanted to do something like that for at least like five six seven years I'm like that would be so cool and I've always put my biggest dream on the back burner to help other people hit their dreams or to like save their feelings or to I don't know like I was thinking I was compromising but at what expense like where is the line that you compromise for your own happiness or for your own like dreams you know I think that's such a hard line to toe especially in a relationship where how much is too much compromise or is it even worth compromising I think it goes to like non-negotiables is I wish I would have had a list of non-negotiables of like something that I would have went into a relationship with of like hey this is what I want out of life does this match with you and if not like I'm so sorry you're a wonderful lovely person I enjoy spending time with you but I'm not going to put my life on the back burner and I think I did that a little bit too much well yeah I mean you kind of said it you said that like you said I was compromising and that's not what it is it has to be both people compromising you can't just compromise what you want you have to like at least like for partners like the other person has to compromise as well that's where like the growth comes and that's where like you both can feel fulfilled in what you're doing because one person can't be giving up everything else for the other Mm -hmm. yeah I guess yeah words are important and I didn't even catch myself saying like I and like that's how I felt Obviously, again, there's takes two to tango, two people and everything, right. but I felt that it was a lot of compromise on my end for like the big things, like big life decisions on, because of course I would have moved. Everybody knows that if you talk to me or if you just knew me for a second, like the day after I graduated college, I was like, I'm moving to Colorado and yeah, that I didn't. And I'm still here like three years later finally about to like you know be in a bus and like go off and explore and live the life that I've wanted to live but like why didn't I and I don't know I mean obviously again you do things for people that you care about but I think it's an interesting thing to put into perspective um in the moment I didn't realize like how much of a toll that would take on me like putting my like desires and things that I get fulfillment from on the back burner because it's one thing to say like I want pepperoni pizza and you want sausage like fine we'll get sausage like whatever but like when you're talking about big things in life like your big aspirations and when someone asks you like where do you see yourself in five years if you're not kind of aligned with your partner like that's something that needs to be discussed of like how can we get a little bit closer to the same thing with each other and that's where like the compromise should have set in 
versus like I always had a different idea of what my life would look like versus my partner and we kind of all just like hoped that it would change for the other person forever like we were like oh one of these days like this person will do this or vice versa or whatever and we didn't think about it of how that would affect each other on like my fulfillment or like feeling like I'm doing things that set my soul on fire or like just feeling overall happy like I wasn't doing anything to like truly make me happy right but I didn't realize it yeah and that's deep I got <laughs> I didn't know we were gonna have like a super deep podcast episode today I'm so sorry <laughs> no, no you're good I love it I'm here for it I feel like it's important and like it needs to be talked about like it's something that people feel but they don't ever talk about because it's I mean like if you would have asked me like five years ago to talk about this I would have been like hell no absolutely not that's terrifying but like mm-hmm. it's important to talk about mm-hmm. and I think that does come with age like obviously if you start dating someone in high school like those are things that you don't really think about but right. kind of going back to what we just talked about in the beginning is you are always changing and it's okay that things will change and your aspirations will change and your happiness, like things that make you happy will change. Once you want out of life may change. Um, I mean like there's certain things that like I thought I never wanted out of life and now I'm sitting here like wanting them and it's just like, I don't know, like things just change and it's okay. But you have to talk about those. So it's like as they're changing and being like, oh, I thought I would be okay doing X, Y, Z. Turns out it's actually causing me extreme distress and I would rather not do X, Y, Z. And then we got to figure it out. But I, we just never like had that conversation um, to the extent that like it needed to be had. And both of us were putting ourselves on hold for each other, but like it just kept us stagnant and it wasn't helping anything. Yeah. I, going off what you said about like, there are things that like you want to do now that like you didn't realize like you wanted to do. I think about that all the time. Like I talked to Omar about that probably like a week ago. And I was like, I never envisioned myself like wanting to get married or have a family or do those things. Mm -hmm. But I want to, like, I want to do that now. And Mm -hmm. I think it's something that just like, it wasn't right for me before with people before in my life before, but now It is because of like, I don't know, I'm content with who I am and I think that he sees that and he values who I am and we're able to grow together and now I've realized I Mm -hmm. want things I didn't know I wanted before. Mm -hmm. I think that's a biggie too is like, it's not just like, oh, I changed my mind. I think putting it into perspective of like, things are changing because you are changing and your life is changing and you're, you know, you're getting older or just priorities change. It's not so wish-washy in terms of like, well, I want to live in Colorado. Well, now I want to live in Florida. It's, I don't want a family. And then it's like, oh, actually I, I didn't want a family then. And either you can or you can't kind of pick out the reasons why potentially, but like now the moment is right and the timing is right and the person is right and everything feels right and so kind of like listening to the timing and like when the universe is like aligning and the stars are aligning for you and like the signs are there I don't know that's like for me at least I'm like wow I have never had like this big call to go do anything and now I'm like Colorado has been screaming my name for like four years and I have to listen to her she's been yelling (laughs) literally yeah literally yelling 100%. 100%. I always send Alexis all of the like signs I get 
um like i don't know it's just like random things like i'll be in line at chipotle and there'll be like a sign like a picture on the wall that's like from denver colorado or i don't know just like it's just little things where i'm like wow i just start seeing things about colorado or i'll be in new york and a person's wearing a colorado shirt and i'm like right. what are the odds or just i don't little things like that um like I don't know what was the it was something real recent oh when my grandpa unfortunately passed away and I was like reading his obituary and I had no idea that like his dad's name was Denver yeah and so like I'm like wow this is just so many things and it's always like the timing of when I see them when I like start to think about it it's like it's sent to me obviously at that moment and I'm like wow I'm seeing it I'm seeing it I'm seeing it and it's only getting louder the longer that I don't listen to it <laughs> that's so, true yeah I gotta go I gotta go. Yeah, if you don't listen to the universe, like when they're giving you the subtle signs, she will push you there against your will. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think, yeah. I mean, once I started to be open to seeing the signs or even just hearing the signs or just like paying attention to them, I used, I start seeing them more. And But I've started to see them more for other things too. Like it started with Colorado, but then I'm like, wow, this one thing keeps popping up maybe that's for a reason and then I go to like explore it or I want to like figure out why that's possibly something that's always popping up in my life or someone's always talking about with me let's figure it out and then it always kind of like ends up working and like the random conversations I have I met this random woman in a coffee shop for no reason and she was I like remember this yes and that is when after my conversation with her is when everything started changing in my life and I remember I called Alexis like crying after that conversation or like yeah. good happy tears. But I was like, you will never like the chills that I got talking to her. Like, I just feel like I, I don't know how to explain it. And but I also never did those things before. So that's where I'm like, I also just feel so much peace. And maybe it's because I've I've just let go of like the anxiety and I'm kind of just letting life take me where it needs to go and like where where life feels like I need to be and what I need to be doing right. in that in that point in my life. I don't know. I remember that happening to you and I remember this was it was probably like almost a year ago to like mm -hmm. this date because I was still in Oxford Ohio like I was in Ohio and I remember you calling me and you were like let's go let's buy a bus let's go mm -hmm. let's leave this week and I was like okay maybe <laughs> like maybe we should like you're right like let's do it but like hearing you talk about that I knew like you were going to go at some point soon like mm -hmm. you were ready it like was and the was, whole thing that like changed yeah I think that's what kind of like changed my mindset on it too and I think and again this kind of what I'm about to say is not in a bad way but like within a month less than a month of ending my last relationship I had I bought a bus and so like that's how I guess bad I wanted it but also like how perfect timing is everything and like listening to the universe and being like okay now's the moment now I got to do this like I just so happened to look on Facebook Marketplace at the time I did. Like, I don't know how to explain it. And now everything's just moving so quickly. And, but it's also like in a good quickly, like in the direction I want it to be. I feel like now I was on like a horse-drawn carriage and now I'm on like the bullet, like going where I need to go. And it's taking me exactly the path that I need to. And it's just crazy to like look back at a year from now that yeah. one conversation with that lady obviously there's so many other things but like I remember that being a big turning point as well like just this random girl I ran into at a coffee shop yeah it's crazy I like and going off that like how within like a month of ending your last relationship like everything changed because like 
again like it takes two to tango whole thing but like Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have gone before because the person didn't want to go you know I was thinking about how like the difference in like growing as a person and like the people who surround you like help you grow so I was thinking after you called me and said like let's go like let's get a bus let's go to Colorado I talked to Omar that same night and I was like should I do this and like he said if that's what makes you happy do it and we'll make it work because no matter what he had to come to Florida for Mm -hmm. you know the Navy and he was like we're gonna make it work and I think that's so important to recognize the people that support you and the things that you want to do because like Cohen for example he's like yeah do it I'm gonna go with you like what He's mm-hmm. all for it. And if people aren't supporting you with what you want to do, then they're not people to surround yourself with. As hard as that sounds, but... Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, most definitely, it, it, it could have gotten a different reaction for, like, the, my hopes and dreams for that entire, like, time. <laughs> <laughs> and it could have just been a lot more supportive and a lot more, like, hey, like, I want this bad enough and I want you bad enough that we'll make this work no matter what and in the end it still might not have worked but we never know until we try and we just never got to the trying point so I think I think the cards would have still ended up where we're at no matter what because I think this is where the universe wants me to be and I'm much more content happy but in the moment it was just like if I said something that I wanted why isn't there like a support and that's what I would expect. Right. Like in a relationship, if Cohen were to come to me about anything, being like, hey, I want to do X, Y, Z, I'd have been like, let's go. I'll go with you or I'll help you. How can I help you? I support you like unconditionally. And I think that's how you just said it's just more important, like having the support, whether it's from a significant other or your best friends or your parents and whatever. Again, we talked about this and I forget which episode too, but it doesn't have to be like blind support, but just like overarching right. supportiveness yes. um it was with Tori's episode where she said that like you, she doesn't want you know unsupportive friends and it's not those people that are like yeah go steal something but it's just like I support you and what makes you happy and your pursuit of happiness like exactly that is what you should be looking for in a partner or a best friend or even like in parents like the unconditional love and unconditional support means so much right exactly to wrap up this heavy deep episode I did want to circle back because I don't want to get too like strung up on just the relationship side of things because I think that kind of feeds into what we've been talking about is that you lose yourself when you were talking about relationships and here we are like losing this whole episode to relationships but more so like focusing on how we as people change all the time because I mentioned this at the beginning like the Peloton instructor wanted to be a lawyer changed her mind was a Peloton instructor with myself I came into Ohio State my major was criminology and sociology and I changed my major before I even started school like I was like I I don't want to do that psychology because I had an inkling then I changed my mind solely for the fact that what if I don't want to be a lawyer and I should have taken that then as like a then you probably don't want to be a lawyer like why don't you change it but I'm so happy with my psychology degree like I think that is so fitting for me I enjoyed it 110 percent and I'm so happy I did change it because I don't know what I would be doing with a criminology and sociology degree (laughs) like I don't know so I'm happy that I made that change but I think looking back at it like I should have already taken that as a sign that maybe I didn't want to do this wholeheartedly because my heart wasn't in it like I was already second guessing my decision so that was kind of interesting to me and I think that looking at myself now 
the person that I thought I would be. Like if you asked high school Marissa, like, where do you see yourself? You know, I had so many different things laid out for me than who I am now. And then if you ask me now, what does my life look like in five years? I'm sure it's going to look probably somewhat the same, but it's probably going to look so different because again, things change. And I thought I was going to be married with kids already and like a judge. And I thought, I don't know, have like the big house and just like your, your typical little picket white fence family kind of vibe. And now I'm like, I just want to live in a bus and I let the universe tell me what to do. And I'm like queer, like never saw any of these things happening. And I could have never like, I guess, pointed those things out. And I think that's why it's also important to like, just listen to what is going on and how your life is going to change and just kind of like letting the change happen. Cause I think if I would have stopped it or been like, well, no, I made this decision in high school that my, my life was going to go this way and like forced it. I wasn't going to be happy. And I think that's what I was doing in my relationship was I was trying to hold on to little bits of the life that I thought I would have. And it just wasn't making me happy because it's not the life that I was meant to be living. And I just kept putting it off. Yeah. I don't know. I guess like going off of the whole like you changing your major thing and like listening to the universe. I remember when I was in like sixth grade. I bought a psychology book because I thought psychology was the coolest thing in the entire freaking world. And I was like, I'm going to read all about it and learn about it. And I loved it. But I feel like I was pushed in other directions. So when I went into college, I was neuroscience and chemistry pre-med. And I was like, this is, I know. I was like, this is not for me. I don't want to do this. So then I changed to poli-sci and I do have a degree in poli-sci. Like I stuck through it, but I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. Like that's what I'm going to do. And at the end of my junior year, I had extra credits and I was like, well, I'm just going to take stuff that I like and I enjoy that I'm like interested in. And so I picked up psychology classes, fell in love with it, realized like that's what I wanted to be doing all along. And that's how I ended up like where I am now with like getting my master's and everything. And it's really important just to like listen to your gut and like listen to who you know that you are and not let other people push you where you feel like where they feel like you should be I guess yeah I think like a big question that you should always ask yourself but it is hard to answer like completely honestly if you if you have someone in mind that you're always making decisions for or you're still scared of like how people will view you but if you're trying to get out of that like asking yourself that if no one else was around and no one was here to see you do it or to like judge you or what like nobody was here what would you do Like, what would you want to do if no one else had a say in anything at all? And then that's where I'm like, I would live in a bus in the middle of the woods doing nothing. (laughs) I mean, like doing things like, you know, doing the things that make me happy, which is like making content and like doing this kind of stuff. But like when I thought about if no one was around to watch me do what I was doing, I was not going to be a lawyer. Because I guess half of me, even from my middle school, high school days, I said that I wanted to be a lawyer half because I wanted the like prestige that like comes with that. Like the way that people looked at me when I said, I want to be a lawyer, they're like, damn, like you're going to be a good lawyer. Like you're going to be so good. That's so amazing. Good for you. But imagine if I was like, I want to be a YouTuber. Those people would have been like, honey, 
you need to grow up. You need to get a real job. You need to, and people still do that to me. And it's really disheartening. And I let that get to me. Not that I ever like said it in middle school, because again, YouTubing wasn't a thing, but I was feeding off of the way that it made me feel to other people of what I said I was going to do. Like even going to Ohio State, like I'm so glad I went to Ohio State, but like I went to Ohio State because like when you say you go to Ohio State, like it carries something. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to law school. That carries something. I'm going to be a judge. That carries something. And I liked that feeling of other people viewing me highly I guess and that probably comes from some insecurity of me not viewing myself highly and having to get that kind of thing from other people but when I thought about that of like no one was here to watch me do the thing would I still do the thing no and so then I started to think like I'm probably just doing it because I want other people to see me do it or like see that I succeeded or see that I am a judge and like how fucking cool is that and like I'm a badass or like whatever that feeling was that I used to have like I just attached myself to that so hard and I like needed that external validation yes yeah like other people I needed other I wanted other people to be proud of me and I felt like I couldn't make people proud with the life that I wanted to live but all of that is subjective and like everybody's life is different and what makes someone else proud like it's all different I guess of course because everybody has different things that mean things to them and like fulfills them in life but I was letting other people's lives dictate my lives and just trying to like reach for this unattainable like path of people feeling proud of me or like people thinking that I was like good enough for something or like worthy of something or whatever like oh she went to Ohio State and she's going to law school and she's doing this and like how many times I've always had people being like wow you do so much like you're amazing I just look at you and like you're an inspiration all these things I'm like little do y'all know like just I don't know life is not always what you think it is people that's all I want to say on that side but I think literally through this little therapy session of this podcast I think that's kind of what it boils down to me is like the me that I always thought that I was when I thought I was truly being authentic was the me that made other people happy and the me that made other people proud of me but at the end of the day wasn't really me so like I'm not actually making anybody proud like this other person is this other Marissa is and I don't want people in my life that only want the other Marissa like that person to be living their life people that I want in my life to surround me now or the people that are proud of me now and like the fact that when I say like yeah I just want to make content and like travel in a bus and they're like that's so cool I'm like wow thank you like I think so too but I don't think I ever had anybody like give a fuck about what I wanted because it wasn't the traditional route right Yeah, and our value is not determined by what society thinks is an accomplishment and what society finds productive. And I think it's completely, like, ludicrous that for so long, like, and still to this day, people are put under the pressure of feeling like we have to reach unobtainable goals because that's where our only value lies. And Mm -hmm. it's so infuriating Mm -hmm. to me. Like, you said that, and I just thought of this one instance, like, a week ago where someone said something because I live in a navy town and someone asked are you in the navy and I said no and they said oh so you're just a girlfriend then 
And I was mm. like, mm, okay, whatever. Because it's like, why just because I'm not doing what you value as like the best thing in the world means I don't mm-hmm. have value. We screw those people and <laughs> do the things yeah. that make you happy. Yeah. F- find your truth, live your best life, find your identity. Because in the end, like, again, like you only have one life to live. And would you rather be like 90 years old, like living in a cabin in the woods and, you know, being content with your life? Or would you rather be 90 years old regretting that you followed the path that people believed you should and hating the moments along the way? Like, not to get dark, but on your deathbed, are you going to be happy with the life that you've lived? Are you going to be like, wow, I lived a full happy life. I feel fulfilled. I did everything that made me smile. Or are you going to be like, I wish I could go back and do it over again. The notable quotable that I chose for today is kind of perfect for that. And kind of where we ended up taking it, which I'm happy because I didn't even think that we would get to this like deep circle moment of like tying everything together. But the quote that I brought today was, we're all doing big things, just taking different sized steps. I'm glad that you guys all joined me on this therapy journey and for our little like chill heart to heart kind of like podcast episode I feel like we've been very like high energy since for a little bit or like I don't know just really excited but it was kind of good to bring it down a notch and just like I don't know speak about our feelings like really get deep for a second get gritty yeah I think we did Alexis asked actually on our um, stories on our Instagram was like what kind of things do you guys want to see and someone did say they're like I want you all to just get real and raw and deep about something like let it all out and that was not the intention of today I thought this was going to be a very like lighthearted discussion on the topic but I'm very happy with where it went I agree yeah not where I expected it to go but it went where it needed to go for sure yes oh I enjoyed it I'm so glad we had this this morning and I'm still gonna go take a nice little self-care break I need to go like take a walk outside or something Cohen and I'll probably hit the gym and then I'll come back and keep working on like our nice little rebrand refresh so if you haven't followed us on Instagram please do and send us any ideas or anything that you guys want us to talk about on these episodes we're gonna get you all involved here soon we have some like interactive things kind of planned so make sure you follow and stay tuned for all of that and check out all the new stuff that's getting posted but i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode yeah thank you guys we will catch you guys next sunday i don't know if we'll get as deep but we will catch you guys next sunday bye-bye